All right, Anthony on Air Podcast. On this episode, the secret intimate dinner between Bill Clinton and Ghislaine Maxwell. You'll be surprised to hear what year this actually took place in. Plus, at one point, Ghislaine Maxwell told a housekeeper that she hated Jeffrey Epstein but couldn't leave. And I don't know what the third topic yet is of the show, but I'm sure we'll come up with something. Frankie C. and Jay Sabs. Yeah, we're going to win the third act. Uh, are here with us on this episode. It's good to have Frankie C. back in the mix. So uh, this was pretty shocking to me. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell sat down with Bill Clinton for a secret intimate dinner at a vegan restaurant in Los Angeles back in 2014. Right? That's kind of messed up because all we've heard for the longest time was Clinton didn't have any... Uh, contact with any of these people for the longest time not since 2002 2003 whatever it was but we go to find out that this did indeed happen and this has been uh confirmed so producer steve bing who's clinton's friend major democratic donor also died by suicide last year oh, boy. come on <laughs> you can't make this stuff up um <clears throat> was there Former Clinton staffers Ben Sherwin, a future Snapchat executive, then talent agent Michael Keeves, uh, were also invited to this soiree. Two other unlikely guests joined the party that night, British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell uh, and tech CEO Scott Borgensen, who is now rumored to be Ghislaine Maxwell's husband. So was this like a huge dinner like huge. with like 100 people or was it like a small table? It was like, so there was like a gala event. And then after the gala event, Clinton went back to this restaurant and just invited like a small, small amount of people. I want to say it was like less than 20 people. The name of the place is Crossroads Kitchen. It's on Melrose Avenue. Beyonce, Katy Perry, Chris, they've all been there. Jerry Bruckheim, they've all, Bruce Willis, all been there. Um, supposedly Sean Penn was there that night and at the table with them all. So Sean Penn was on this guest list as well. And again, this is 2014. So according to this information that the Daily Beast got, Clinton's advanced team secured seating for the invites and specifically noted Maxwell and someone named Scott had RSVP'd for the Thursday gathering. Multiple sources with knowledge of the situation, say AIDS had squabbled over Maxwell's invitation beforehand due to her links to Epstein. Even to this day, Clinton considers uh, Clinton insiders continue to point fingers over who should be blamed for Maxwell's addition to the event. So his own staff was arguing over the fact that she was invited to this dinner, saying that she shouldn't have been invited to this dinner. So that to this day, they're like, this was a huge, huge mistake. Ooh, yeah. So this was a dinner put on by Clinton. It was hosted by Clinton. He he arranged it. He, yeah. He was like, hey, after the gala, we're going to go back. Everybody come back. This is the special dinner. So he sent out invitations. And as is the case with a former president and, he, and his Secret Service team, they have to clear the event and do all these things. It's it's kind of a crazy uh, process. Yeah. I, I had to go through. I, I didn't have to go through anything, but I do that celebrity softball tournament in East Hampton. He showed up twice, Clinton. The background, quick background on that is before he was president of the United States, Clinton was 
uh, at this game. It's this famed softball game here on the East End. And so three, four, five, six years ago, I don't even remember when it was, he decided to pop back in and show his support. It's a great game. Lots of great charities benefit from it. And he popped up. He showed up and it shut the whole place down. But I remember having to give over all this information, my address and stuff to the organizers. And I was like, why is this happening? They're like, oh, we just need it for mailers. And I found out later on it was because he was going to show up and they wanted as much information as possible. Um, mm. Anyway, yeah. and it was crazy because we saw the Secret Service there and you know, it, it was a it was a scene anyway. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, so uh, sources tell the Daily Beast uh, that um, Doug Band, who was the person who worked for Clinton, who cut Maxwell out of their circle originally, uh, he winds up leaving. So he was the one in 2011 who said, no more Maxwell, that's it, she's out. He winds up leaving, and then all of a sudden Maxwell gets invited back in. Doug Band, by the way, was also on Epstein's private jet back in 2002 on that trip to Africa. So uh, the Daily Beast goes on to say that John Davidson, Clinton's deputy chief of staff, knew Maxwell was attending the 2014 dinner, which he helped organize. Davidson didn't return messages for comment. One source said, quote, this is an intimate dinner with Clinton in L.A. Think of all the people he knows in L.A. and Ghislaine gets to attend. So he's basically saying, or, or the source is saying, think about all the people that the former president of the United States would know in the second largest city in the country and Ghislaine he Maxwell. Yeah, he invites her. That's messed up. This is messed it's up. Weird. It's, it's weird. Like, what it's, do they have to do together? Weird. Uh, sure I mean, I'm we, sure she has friends that are not associated with, with you know, bad stuff, but... Uh, this is not a person you want to invite to a thing. No, it, does, it seems unnecessary to have this on your list. Schwerin told the Daily Beast he has no recollection or record of being at the dinner while Keith said he did not attend and has never met Maxwell or noticed her at other Clinton dinners. Angel Urenia, a spokesman for Clinton, declined to comment and referred to a statement that was issued in 2019 uh, which basically said Clinton knows nothing about the crimes that Epstein committed um, that he pled guilty to in Florida. They were only involved in the trip in 2002, 2003 to Africa, uh, blah, 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 so on and so forth. He's never been to the island. He's never been to the ranch in Mexico. He's never been to his residence in Florida. He was at his apartment once in New York with a staff member and his security detail, and that he hasn't spoken to Epstein in over a decade. So they referred back to their old, um, their old uh, statement there. Right. Uh, one friend of the Clintons. One friend of the Clintons told the Daily Beast that Ghislaine was close to Clinton and daughter Chelsea went backstage at Clinton Global Initiative events and even visited their homes. The source said the Clintons should take responsibility for spending time with Maxwell, who allegedly offered the Clintons hotel stays, air travel, and other items. The friend said, "Quote: It's always someone else's fault. It's always not true. They're always fighting against the reporting." And not that they did it. That's the problem. Saying that the Clintons are always claiming that they didn't do anything. Right. <coughs> um, yeah. By the time the crossroads. I wonder if they're going to have to testify after all this is out there, you know, once the trial starts. I wonder. By the time of the crossroads dinner, the press had widely reported on Epstein's abuse of girls at his mansion in Palm Beach, Florida, and lawsuits were filed by victims 
of his trafficking scheme. Claims of Maxwell's involvement were known to Clinton staffers in 2011 when the Daily Mail reported on Virginia Jufri's, uh, you know, survivor accounts. Um, blah, 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 blah. It's unclear why Maxwell was reintroduced to Clinton's circle, at least for one night in February of 2014. The night of the dinner, one person remembered Borgerson in particular because he wasn't Ted Waite. Maxwell's ex-boyfriend and the billionaire Gateway co-founder. Waite is a friend and supporter of the Clinton family who donated at least $10 million to the foundation. She dated Ted Waite for some time, so for her to go to a dinner like that with someone who's not Ted was indicative that things moved on. TMZ reported that Clinton dined with Sean Penn that night but didn't mention any of the other bold-faced names. The gossip site published video footage of Clinton slipping into the back of the restaurant after a Secret Service motorcade parked and Penn striding into the front uh, entrance, ignoring questions about meeting Bill. Um, let me see here. Is there anything else? Uh, another source with long ties to Clinton told the Daily Beast there were they were relieved that Page Six or other outlets didn't catch wind of the gathering. So um, I feel like there should be people like I don't know why. Celebrity or not, politician or not, there are people that tell you, sir, this is a bad idea. Right. Don't hang out with this Aren't person. Aren't there people around them doing well, that? Yeah. And, he's, and he went through with it anyway. That, that was, he just did it. He just did it anyway. Like, I mean, you can't in good conscience. Like, I mean, how it doesn't make any sense. Now, supposedly this weight character was close with Chelsea, and that's how Maxwell got brought into this circle. But that is a crazy sort of triangular coincidence that you know especially since she was on the trip with epstein back in 2002 now she's popping back up because she's dating this other guy who's friends with chelsea and then the other guy doesn't show up she's got a new husband but she's still there come and on that's it's a weird web man it is a very very strange web very very strange oh, web and somebody Somebody in the comment section said to me, like, oh, she was friends with Chelsea. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't really I've seen that rumor, but haven't really like actually seen that reported up until this very moment where it's like here it is right here that, that somebody's saying sources are saying, yeah, they were indeed uh, friends. So this came out from the tri like from the uh, documents being revealed or is this just a report from unknown sources and stuff? What, what is this? This Who's is telling us this. This is just a report from the Daily Beast. So I'm glad you brought up the document thing because I do have an update on that, too. But first, I have to say that this episode is brought to you by the podcast merch store. We've got fresh new merch available at anthonyonair.com with links in our descriptions. Look at that. The Anthony on Air mug right there. It says show me potato salad on the other side. Quite nice. We have our signature uh, show me potato salad shirt. Right here, look at that bad boy. Lovely, nice. fantastical. And of course our, uh, oh, here you go, Frank. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul shirt. That's the greatest line in movie history. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff up there in the merch store. And uh, of course you got this, uh, our just microphone logo, who somebody said it looks like, it, it very phallic, it looks like a male member. <laughs> All microphones look like no a male member. No wonder why I like it. <laughs> Show no me a microphone why... that doesn't look like it. No wonder why Janine ordered 44 and Frank ordered two. Now I see. 
Now it all starts to make a bunch of sense here. So that is the uh, merch store, which is up at anthonynair.com. We got mugs, we got facial coverings, bags, so much more. And of course, if you buy anything, you're showing support for the podcast, uh, not only out while you're wearing your merch, but uh, monetarily, it also helps us uh, put on these episodes that you're enjoying, like this one right here. So uh, let me brush my hair. What's that? It's about damn well, let's time. Let's me brush my hair. Uh, yes, Thank right, you. exactly. It, we keep Janine off of meth, so please Thank purchase the shirt if you can. Every little bit helps, yeah. Be great. Every little bit. So uh, <laughs> as far as the document dump goes, it was supposed to happen yesterday. Uh, they did have a hearing yesterday. It didn't happen. What we found out, though, was that uh, there's a bunch of people that are named in this in this release, so they have to give all these people a chance to... Uh, blank their names out. I forget what they call that. It's just less my redact. Redact. They can, yeah, they can redact. The, thank you. Redact their names. I prefer out. Uh, blank their names out. But yeah, they blank their names out. So the the um, the opportunity for this to happen started on September 11th, and every as they say, John Doe has two weeks to choose to take their name out or not. Um, so that'll be, what would that put us at the 25th? Today's the 23rd. Once all those, once all those, that two week period ends, then Ghislaine's people and Virginia's people have another week to saying never coming out, react to it. Well, that's kind of the way it feels, but I think it is. I just think that we're, we're into October now because if yeah, this is going to drag out forever. If by the 25th it comes back to Virginia and Ghislaine's representatives and they have a week to respond to it, that puts us into early October before right. the judge can honestly put it out. So now, could some other shenanigans come up and happen? Yeah. But as of right now, we sit at early October for that actually to come to fruition. So we just found all that stuff out. How much of it is going to be released? I mean, what are we expecting? She still plans on doing everything now. Ghislaine, supposed like like the hearing was is that Ghislaine, uh, you know, took it to an appeals court, and I'm no legal expert, so I can have this wrong. But from what I've That's been reading, sure. <laughs> from what I've been reading, it doesn't even matter. Like the the judge can still just put it out there, and I think she's going right. to do that. She's just got to let. She just can't have somebody's name pop up in it if they have the opportunity to take their name out. Right, because then it's lawsuit after lawsuit, and it drags on even longer. Right, and and they have two weeks to respond to it, and that's it. So if they miss that window, their their name that's is in this it. Friday, and they're done. So yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. All right, so that's the document dump. We did the Clinton dinner. I'm just shocked about the Clinton dinner thing. I I really am because you're going. Weird. Like you should know better, and he's he like it was trying to get away with something, and it's just it's just yeah i saw that yesterday too and i was like eh, yeah it kind of makes sense though i just i mean i don't like it how how is this only coming up now right i mean i feel like this happened in 2014 uh it should have been some kind of news newsworthy thing i mean there are well, how the many people involved in this dinner the thing was is that people were they, so tmz reported it because sean penn was there who the hell yeah, knew who right. any of these other people really were back in 2014? You know, it's right. only now that you've had the time to sort of That's dig true. through and and go through everything. Um, they yeah, also, that's what Clinton was banking on. Nobody knows who you are. 
Right. Right. So I'm just going to have a lunch date or whatever, dinner date with you. But isn't it also weird? Isn't it also weird? Because I don't really subscribe to this. Like everybody who's famous and popular is a, you know, is a child, you know, but the founder of Gateway, the guy who went on to do Snapchat, like it's so weird that they all sort of run in this circle, you know, underground thing. It's just it's like really, really strange. Like this has nothing to do with uh, Epstein and Maxwell, but Facebook, Twitter, Jack Dorsey, who did Twitter and, and Zuckerberg, who did Facebook and countless other people. They would go to South by Southwest and all like hang out and like like that was like their little circle, like a circle of friends. And then who went out to go and start Instagram and who went out to go and start Tumblr and all like it, it's unbelievable. Like they all know each other, you know, it's yeah. like yeah, strange. It's, a, it's a small world. It's like radio people. We all kind of know each other radio among. Right. You know, okay. but it's it's the tech, you know, the billionaire people, they, they run in their own crowd, I guess. Yes, a lot more losers in the radio world, uh, but maybe less pedophiles. I think I don't know. I'm, I'm hopefully. I'm, I'm hoping, hoping, guessing there. Uh, Virginia Jufree is continuing on her uh, appearances on the Broken Podcast, um, which we fed off of a lot on our last episode. Uh, this time around, we get this little nugget from Juan Alessi. Now, this is the housekeeper who appears in the Netflix documentary, and I brought him up a bunch of times because I'm like, what, what's this guy's got to be involved? And, you know, again, when we were talking about the chef last episode, it's like, how much is he, you know, Virginia's asking him to be a hero now. Can you be a hero now? Are you just, are you a part of this? Are you a victim? And Or are you a co-conspirator? It's very, the whole thing is a mess. Uh, but this Juan Alessi kind of is in the same thing. Now, he is saying... That at one point, Maxwell came to him and said, I hate Jeffrey Epstein, but I can't leave. Yeah. I could see that, too. And this goes definitely this goes back to our thing of where we were talking about Nadia, whatever her name was, and this Sarah Kellen, who they're looking for, you know, because they're not as known and not as married to Epstein as Maxwell was for the past year. Are they lesser? You know, does that mean that they were less involved than Maxwell was? Because they're certainly going to be like, I was a victim. I wasn't a co-conspirator. And what's going to stop Maxwell from saying the exact same thing when it comes for her time to to right. put her defense on? That's a that's well, a tall order. Try, that That's a hard thing to sell that she was a victim. It's not, though, because we 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 like, you know, if you're believing the. So for those of us who like believe the victims and you're like, you know, and you've been just reading about Maxwell for the longest time, you've built up this thing and, you know, that that she's she was in in it with him. But if you're her defense, I'm sure that this is one of the things that they're going to, if not go with one of the things they're considering going with the defense of she was a victim. I mean, it's not. Yep. It's not out of, you know, the realm of possibility. Maybe she was a victim, but. All this stuff is saying that she was involved. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to be the, I don't know, an innocent victim when you're like the right hand person. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. I this, could be wrong. This is kind of what happens. I mean, you look at every every time they go in and flip a, a witness. That's kind of what they do. It's always the 
second person or the other person or whatever who is in there doing just as many bad things that flips on the other person so that they can put a stop to it. And then that person gets immunity and then the other person goes to jail forever. Right. But did they do that with with Maxwell? They didn't flip her. No, they didn't no. get any, you know. No, but I'm saying like like it's not like we haven't seen this move before. That's that's true. Where somebody who was a co-conspirator turns around and, and acts like a victim, you know, right. to give up all the information and then be like, you know, woe is me. I, you know, I was a victim, too. You know? Right. Yeah, but I think it's a little late for that argument because, I mean, it's not like she, we're in the middle of it and and she all of a sudden was, you know, is claiming victim. This is all kind of over with this, you know, this ring is kind of over. And now it's like, oh, I was a victim. You know, don't get me. Right. And how is she going to prove that? I don't know. Right. It's all wrapped up and, 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 you know, everybody's been swept up already for the most part, I guess. I don't know. But I mean, aside from Maxwell, there's how many other countless girls that were victimized right. and then turned into recruiters to go get other people. So like, this is like. Yeah. I mean, they could sell it. They could get away. She could. That's probably their best argument that she was a victim. Maybe, maybe he was threatening her in some way. Who who knows? I don't know. He could have too. And that's the other thing too. We talked about that with the chef. Like so, when Virginia reaches out to the chef, she goes, "He's gone now. He can't hurt you. You know, come forward, be a hero now. Yeah. Tell tell everything that you know." Which I was impressed with. I thought that was like the right way to appeal to him. You know, be like it's over. You know, but that just goes to show you, like, if an adult male chef is terrified of this guy you could obviously understand these women being terrified of this right. guy and then there's like, this but a, it's if you, how could you be terrified of one person it's got to be that he has connections to other people that can harm you in some way not even maybe not just physically but in financially anything you know it could be definitely. there's got to be more people that it's it's not just him is what I'm saying. Well, that, that's I mean, another theory that there's more people involved and that's why still nobody's coming forward even after he's been been gone. Yeah. Because they're still scared. Because they're still terrified. Yeah, they're still scared or they're still running there or they're still trying to get away with, with stuff. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So this Alessi worked for Epstein from 1991 to 2006 as first as a maintenance guy in his homes and then as a housekeeper and a driver in Palm Beach. Um, Alessi reveals that the Duke of York visited Epstein's mansion in Palm Beach, Florida, two or three times while he was there. Uh, so that lines up with uh, Virginia's uh, claims. Alessi claims Prince Andrew was memorable because he was so polite and the only one of Epstein's guests to leave him a tip. Alessi and Jeffrey last saw one another in 2002 when Jeffrey left for thailand to train as a masseuse and never returned to epstein alessi who is 70 now uh left the organization in 2006 so like again what more does this guy know? how many years he's there i mean he's got to know more stuff and i mean to remember one thing that she said that's him there that's that's one alessi yeah. But for every like for this guy is like the one again, this guy we know. Now we know who the chef is. There were other chefs. There were other housekeepers. There were other drivers. There were other maintenance people. You know, where where are all these people? Yeah, stuff. And... Yeah. Sorry, my Internet sucks. 
Oh, Frank. Where also, are... if you okay. buy the no, I'm t-shirts... I'm saying there's got to be a ton of people. Oh. Go ahead, Jenny. What were you going to say? I was going to say, also, if you buy the t-shirts, they'll all also go to the Frank's Internet Fund. <laughs> Any of the merch. <laughs> I'll take that. Well, That'd get be Frank nice. some modern-day Internet, uh, not the 1996 stuff he's working off of right dial now. Dial-up. He's still, he's still on dial-up. Yeah. Did hey, you log into up. Netscape you before know, you no, signed on? No, nobody's on it, so it's fast. <laughs> nobody's clogging up the dial up anymore by the way straight so like lightning straight vodka in this and you guys didn't know you were none the wiser right i'm telling no, you do we have to have a talk this <laughs> mug hides alcohol better than anybody else for those of you that are working at home and are on those all those zoom meetings so there you go i like it yikes um i would love to just get this alessi sit down with him and talk to him for like what is he not saying is he gonna not have a yet. book soon is that what he's angling oh, for? Yeah. maybe not maybe so. i welcome it but, uh, let him write the book because i just as long as you name names and say things you fine with me i wonder if these people are under like some sort of gag order that they can't oh i'm sure spill their guts to to media or whatever until they take a, the stand or something, or they have statements or something like that. It's well, gotta be right. I mean, it, it's possible. Um, and again, as we see, even just with this document dump, how many times it's been like pushed back and pushed back. It, it's it, what they say that the winds of justice flow. I don't know. There's some saying for this stuff moves slow. Basically, yeah. that's it. When you're Good. getting <laughs> when you're getting justice, it moves pretty slow. Yeah. No, that I don't think that that saying applies to that. But yeah, sure. The winds of justice are slow winds that move slowly across that the can't land. Be the, that can't be the phrase. Wow. There's no way they said wind three times within a matter of five words. There's no way. Maybe. <laughs> I think Leonardo da Vinci said that, so look it up. Well, he was on some sort of drug. Who? That was... um, Who? What, yeah. Whenever we talk Talks about crazy Kanye West, we always bring up the... Uh, David Letterman interview that he did on My Next Guest Needs No Introduction just found out that uh, season three is coming out on Netflix October 21st. Would you like to hear who the guests are that don't need introductions? Yes. 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 Please introduce them. Kim Kardashian. Oh, God. So we'll get a follow up on Kanye, which would be nice. Uh, Dave Chappelle. That's a good one. Lizzo. Okay, and that's a good one. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's a really good one. Pretty good, right? Awesome. It's a good lineup. I'll take it. That's a good lineup. I'm excited about that. I'm a big fan of Lizzo. Mm-hmm. I, I like her a lot. She plays the flute like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Don't know much Except about Lizzo. Except me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, skin flute. That's a, diff- that's a different kind of flute. <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> I was waiting for... You did say Frank. That's what she said, but okay. I'm not that lame. Wait, I'm I'm just shocked that Frank didn't know who Lizzo was. <laughs> no, like, that, she's not in. Um, she's not in Metallica. That's why you don't know who she is. Hey, I know who I know who Lizzo is. I'm just not very familiar with anything other than the couple of songs that I know of hers. That's all. Yeah. Right. I do my hand toss. Check my nails. Baby, how you doing? Oh, and I oh think, that was really good. Was she, that was, that was, was really in, good. That was good. Was she in the movie Hustlers? Yes. Yeah, okay. 
I know that. She was in the movie. I'm familiar with some of her stuff. All I'm right, not, Frank. I'm not, I'm not overly. I know she won a ton of Grammys, and yeah, I, I know, I'm familiar, but I'm not. I don't know much about her personal life or anything. She did a. Uh, yeah. She did an NPR Tiny Desk concert that was phenomenal, phenomenal. So she's a hip hop cool. artist. So like a lot of her. Stuff yeah. is like computer generated sounds and very produced and it's wonderful. I'm a big fan of it. But on the Tiny Desk concert, they literally jam a band into an office that she's literally behind the desk and they have to perform. It's a whole series. But if you get it, ch- I'll, I if I it. if I remember, I'll link it in the description. But cool. I'll probably forget. So just look it up. Lizzo Tiny Desk. So but in that she breaks out her flute because she's a tres- uh, classically trained flute player flutist i don't know flautist flautist and she rips this like flute solo that would rival any like Jimi hendrix lenny kravitz guitars like just tears through this really flute. yeah metallica yeah, yeah definitely i have to i have to give this a listen yeah she was amazing on that tiny desk concert like really really good big cool. fan of hers big fan of hers uh cardi b too who is now being sued Oh my God! Uh-oh. Did you guys What's see that doing? yesterday? I so Janine so Cardi B is being sued. Janine texts me. She goes, "Oh, are you watching this Cardi B thing?" I I have no idea what's happening. So I turned it on. It was on Pix Eleven here in New York. Turn it on, and the lawyers and the people who are suing Cardi B are on TV. <laughs> By the way, I was super proud. I'm going to see if I could bring up my line because I I had a couple of lines that I put out there that people were really reacting to, which made me happy. Ooh, please. So basically, she's being sued, her sister being sued, and her sister's girlfriend is being sued. Um, they were on a beach in Long Island, Smith Point Beach. And which which can I, I want you to keep going, Go Jane, but I have to interrupt you here. You expect to see Cardi B in Southampton. You expect to see her what? in East Hampton. Like these Montauk. are posh areas. Montauk, yeah. You do not like Smith Point is like the most like middle class. Like we just like we would go average everyday people go there just to go right. to the beach. And That's here's true. this. Isn't it a private uh, beach? Uh, I no, I don't it's think a private beach. No, I think there's like I don't a, think it's a private beach. No, because yeah, there's oh, camping no. there and there's all kinds of stuff there. It's just an like average ordinary beach. I don't know why right. the hell she was there. Please continue, Jean. Yeah. So back in August, uh, Cardi B posted the videos that her sister sent to her. Um, and they were fighting with men on the beach. And one woman was there as well. And basically, like, from her point of view, it was like racial, um, calling them names. And then it came out, uh, like saying, like, they were being talked down to. And they didn't do anything to prompt this attack. But nope. Um, yesterday they were saying, the lawyers for the guys saying saying that they um, didn't post the whole video. So it was like this whole thing. But the lawyer is great for these guys. I don't know his name. Do you know Anthony? I don't know what his name is, but I'm going to here. This is the Pix11 video so you could get a look at him. Here he is right here. That's the lawyer right there. Look at that hat and that tie and that vest. (laughs) I have to say the best line that came out of him was that in the, in the videos that she posted, um, 
Cardi B's sister called that woman in the video a Karen. <laughs> and, the, and the lawyer said that that is a racist comment towards white women. Which to me, I never thought that. No, it's just a, and, a person oh that my God, it was hysterical. <laughs> just the way he said it was hysterical. Yeah, I think people who don't like the word, the term Karen are trying to get that across, that it's racist yes. now. Karen, Karen can be any race. It's just this exactly. person yeah. who is there ready to complain at the drop of a pin if something is not going exactly the way that they want. Right, exactly. a, a guy, there could be guy Karens, girl Karen. It doesn't. It has, and, and she did call the guy Ken, which he told everyone. Ken was was the, the, is the male Karen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I heard that it started because, well, the lawyer, the part that I heard the lawyer say was because they were wearing MAGA hats. And that's what, yes. and they just, they just ran over and started screaming and cursing at them. According to these people. I don't, I wasn't there. I don't know. Nor do I care. So, um, but well, that, that's what started. What's, what's funny is, so Cardi B is being sued because she posted the videos. And in New York, you cannot post a video with someone in it without their permission. Right. At least that's what the guy said yesterday. I don't know. Well, they're claiming that they they make a living. You can't yes. you can't commercially use a video with with that. If I'm shooting a documentary, I can you and I and you just happen to walk by, I can use it. I don't need your permission. But if I'm commercially using this video to sell jeans or whatever, then I have to get your okay. And his argument was is that they make a living on social media. They posted this video. They edited it a certain way according to this lawyer and Not so that bad argument that's a commercial they they were saying they were using it for commercial purposes and uh and that's and he didn't get the permission yes so, so they're suing her or well, the three women for 20 million dollars that seems like a lot but <laughs> they know they um, have the money that's why yeah that's true all right so uh, as we sit here right now case? This has, by the way, this is a famous lawyer. He's a famous lawyer yes, on Long is. Island. He takes a bunch of cases. So he might be like the sweetest heart of a guy. I, I really don't know much about him, but I know, I know I've seen him before. There's 137,000 views on this, uh, 2,000 comments, uh, 1,000 shares. Here are my comments here. I like my first one, which is link to buy the hat and shirt please so that got a moderate response but the one that was a home run for me was that guy looks like an old school batman villain thank you very <laughs> he much does. he does tell me that the old school riddler and penguin right like he wouldn't have fit right in with that crew one. i can barely see you got to move it over a little in the That's 60s batman this okay. way there he is okay in the 60s uh, batman yeah, oh, yeah. Right? He should be holding a Tommy gun. He should be fighting Adam West Batman right now, this guy. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. He's a Dick Tracy villain, too. He could have been a Dick Tracy villain, too. <laughs> they should remake that movie. Not to get off topic here. Dick Tracy was a great movie. But I'm surprised nobody's remade it yet. Well, they did that one with Madonna and and what's his name? That wasn't that's that the only ago. one. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm. Do we? But you know, I'm surprised they haven't remade it yet. Do we need to retrace? Do we need to remake that one? Pacino was. The do we need to remake that. anything? I mean, but like this has all these cool. It's like a comic book movie. Yeah. All right. People I'm surprised they haven't done it again. People don't know this, but Frank does the best. And again, I'm sorry for the people that are listening. 
Frank does the best sorry, impression Tim. of. <laughs> oh, Frank does the best impression of Pacino in the Dick Tracy movie when he discovers that they're bugging the club because there's a drip in the ceiling. Let me let me hear it. it it's Thanks a visual. Me on the spot. It's a visual. You got to do it. I don't know how that came off on camera. If no, I got it was in the camera in, in the right frame. Now I have to go watch Dick Tracy. Yeah, nobody is going to get that other than. Have you never seen Dick, Tr Dick Tracy? Man, no, but who remembers that exact scene? It's no. such a weird. That's true. But that is so friggin' accurate. <laughs> I don't remember that movie. Like a like a mouse just trying to. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. I think one of Pacino's best roles. I'm sorry. Really. Yeah. Because he was at the height of the screaming I, Pacino. That was the that was the height of screaming okay, Pacino. Al Pascrimo? No. <laughs> no, he was he's he was right in that transition from young Mid Pacino to from old female Pacino. to male. Oh, it's no. right in the middle. Yeah, not that transition. No. But I don't know. It was a great role. All uh, right. Uh, next uh, season of. My next guest needs no introdu introduction, October 21st. So there you go, on Netflix. Sweet. All right. By the way, my, my man, Burt Kreischer, is dropping a new Netflix show as well. I don't Who's know that? when it's coming out. You keep pushing him. And every time, like whenever I see any clips of him. Comedian? Yeah, Burt Kreischer. You don't know who Burt Kreischer is? No. He takes his shirt off. He did the machine yeah. story. Comedian. No. I have to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can see the screen, but that's Burt Kreischer, everybody. He just dropped a trailer for his new Netflix show. I, like I told you, I'm not a fan of watching stand-up comedy on TV. You're not? Like, I, I barely laugh at it. You need to be there? Well, I need to be there. All right. Well, you'd rather see it live. Yes. See, that's weird to me because at least on the t on TV specials or anything like that, it's not a guaranteed laugh. But at least they're, they're putting in their best stuff. If you see them live, there might be some jokes that aren't going to land. Like okay, which I'm sure you guys like him, Sebastian. Maniscalco. Yeah. No, you don't think he's funny. I haven't, I haven't I, I've him. watched his stuff and just been like, oh, my God, when is the next joke coming? Because I can't take this. Really? I don't, I, I don't think he's funny. Maybe maybe in person. But like, no. No. Hey. Oh, my goodness. I, I like I like Vic DiBattetto. I think he's funny. You do. OK, there. that's yeah. that's where I got to stop you right there. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's hilarious. He's and you know who I hate? He's okay. Hickory Dickory Duck. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm starting to think oh. you just have a problem with Italian guys, Janine. That's what I'm starting to think. <laughs> is that what it is? It feels a little race, racially driven no. here. No, because I think Chris Stefano is hysterical. Chris Stefano is hysterical. I'm going to see him. When are you going to see him? October 16th, I believe. 
because our show was canceled thanks to no fun Cuomo. Right. So it got rescheduled. Yeah. Now he's funny. <laughs> now wait a second. Is this still at um is this still governors. at governors? Yes. So why are they allowed to do it now as opposed to the... I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I right, I'm gonna see Maybe if he we... got his period that weekend. I'm gonna see Cuomo. if we can get him yes. on. Just FNL. Oh my god. Do I, you watch his podcast? It's I, like ten thousand times better than this one. <laughs> I don't really watch his podcast, but his uh, his nine eleven story was the best ever. And he's a Malloy guy. We 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 went to the same high school. We're two years apart. Right. Well, I I don't know. I think he's funny. And just a quick funny story about him and the other guy he does the podcast with. Yeah. Podcast. You hear that? Podcast with. (laughs) Um. So I used to work with someone who was close friends with him. And I met him once. Mm-hmm. Years pass. And he does a Mauricia person. My friend shows me him. And she's like, you got to watch this guy. So I'm like, wait a minute. I met that guy. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I met him years ago, once or twice. And now he's good friends with Chris Stefano and does the podcast with him. Oh, he's the other guy? Yes. He's funny though too. Yeah, he is funny. I've seen him in stuff too. Uh, I forget his name, but Giannis Papas. That's it. Yeah, I, good. Uh, you're gonna make you're gonna make fun of me, and you're gonna oh, you you haven't gotten out of the '90s. But I there's a couple of Jim Brewer specials that are hilarious. I like Jim Brewer. Okay, right. he's hysterical. I thought Jim Brewer is very stuff funny. Has to deal with him living on Long Island. Yes. And, he talks about rock, you know, metal and stuff like that, and it's right. Do you like Jim alley. Norton? It's clean. Wait, 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 wait. Jim Norton's okay. Hold on. Jim Brewer also opened up for Metallica for a year and a half. I just want to point that out to everybody. <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, just want to point that out so, to everybody. What is your point? As I <laughs> as I dip into the matrix. Okay, well, let me tell you something. Jim Norton. Whoa. Don't think he's funny. You don't think he, I I've had Jim but Norton on the show. He's very he's very nice and very funny. I've had him hey, on. Let me pick let me okay. pick up that name. Here's Hang what I hate second. about I, him. Here you go. I hate, <laughs> I hate the characters he does. They're not funny. I you know what? I don't get to listen to Jim a lot, but I I I see his stand up and and he can be very funny. Not all the time, but I do think he's very very He's funny. hit and miss. He's hit and miss for me. There are some things that I'm like, "Eh, but a lot of things are very funny. You don't like the characters that he, what's the thing he does? Uh, he does a podcast with the, what's his name? I forget what he calls this guy. The other guy. <laughs> I don't Yeah, I don't know what it is now. Yeah. Good time I listens to that. Oh, he likes then it? I'm like, eh. He likes those, those group of guys. Not me. For me, there's, for my money right now, there's nobody funnier than Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura. I feel like those two are the two. I tried watching the Tom Segura thing. Ten minutes, not even a smile from me. Uh, like his stand-up wow. special? Yes. Oh, my God. It's so good. Well, listen, Janine, you'll be happy to know that this particular Bert Kreischer show that I brought up 45 minutes ago and tried to talk about until you guys wanted to talk <laughs> about every other comedian. Um, oh, God forbid. We should talk about our stuff. <laughs> is called uh the cabin so it's not a stand-up special it's about it's him and a bunch of uh comics and people just literally spending time in a cabin 
And I will say the guest list is kind of crazy. He's got, uh, let me see here, Anthony Anderson, Kaylee Cuoco, Fortune Feimster, Nikki Glazer, Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, who's the Caitlyn Jenner, Bobby Lee, Joe McHale, Donnell Rawlings? It's got Caitlyn Jenner right. on it. So Caitlyn Jenner is actually lineup. hilarious in the in the trailer for this. Really? Kelly Cuoco is she, is she very funny? In, in no, she's like the actress in that show that I can't stay. I can't watch oh, that show. I can't stand that show either. Let me explain Big something to you. Bear. I have not seen more than forty-five consecutive seconds of The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I cannot watch that show. Me either. And Katana loves it if you, again. If the both of you were into Star Wars, I do like Star you, Wars. Then you might. No, you don't. Yes, I'm not into it like you are. I wouldn't have sex Can, with Star Wars like you would. I would, and it would be glorious. <laughs> but um, are you saying that Star no, Wars? Like if you, you were into it that much, then that's what they talk. You know, it's a lot of nerds. Don't highbrow me. Don't uh, don't act like it's too smart for me. It's it's. Right. I didn't say it was too smart. I said it's, it talks about Star Wars. Nerdy. And stuff. Stuff Look, that you don't I like. like nerdy things. I hate it. But that show is just too much. And I like think not I'm not defending the show. I, I think it's again, there are some good episodes or some good lines, but you know, that does not it's not an amazing show. No, it's not. I, I think she's gorgeous too, that Kaylee quote. I, I would put her probably in my top ten. Like she's really yeah, I think she's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Super hot. She was top good 10. in wow. She was good in that one with um Josh Gad and um yes. the wedding one. With what's his name? I, I don't know from anything else. It. Doesn't matter. Besides Big Bang Theory. Yeah, but but anyway, I just can't. There's something about the tone of that show and the one nerdy guy. I can't. The only bit of, I've the one nerdy guy. Sheldon. I've only Sheldon. I cannot stand. I've only ever seen a couple seconds. If like I'm watching something else on TBS and then they immediately start that. I You're like, to, you can't get the control fast enough, right? I know. Same here. That show and Chris Lee Knows Best on USA Network. Oh, I don't know that. One. I would punch that guy right in the face. I can't stand him either. Chris Lee Knows Best? Yeah, that smug SO. I just cannot stand that guy's face. And again, I don't watch the USA channel only when um, replays of Modern Family are on. And that's the only other time I ever see this. See, nobody knows who Chris Lee is. He's only on after the Modern Family show. I don't think he's that famous, at, you know, other right. than that. I never heard of it. He's got hmm. one of these family, know. you know, reality shows. I can't stand his face either. No, never anyway. heard of him. All right, we got to leave uh. it there. Um, fun stuff to talk about at the end. It was nice to do that again. And um, we, of course, will uh, cover anything else that happens in that Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein world. Anything else uh, comes about there. Don't forget to visit the uh, anthonyonair.com store. We got links up on the website, anthonyonair.com. So go on over there, pick yourself up something nice. Uh, thumbs up the video on Facebook or YouTube. And uh, don't forget to hit the bell notification on YouTube and follow on Facebook to make sure that you guys are aware when we drop a new episode. See you on the next one. Anthonyonair.com has all our links. Thanks to Frankie C. and Jay Sabs.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.